just hanging in the ether after yeah, an incident. Just after, an ins- after an incident. <laughs> I love I love the age that your daughter is because I remember that age very vividly wow. where whether they mean to or not, they constantly sound like smart asses. And because the, oh. they like repeat things you say, but it sounds like it's in a mocking tone. Well, I'm not entirely sure she's not mocking me. <laughs> After just hearing her, I don't know if she's not either. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not entirely sure there's not something behind that where I'm yeah. like, oh, Ooh. do you? Yeah. Yeah, you want some Cheerios? Do I want some Cheerios? Yeah. <laughs> uh, like you're just like, oh. Oh. yeah. I'm like, do I sound like that? <laughs> like, and I love this. At night, I always like when we put her to bed. Um, I'm like, hey, you know, I love you. I'm proud of you, and I'm so grateful you're my daughter. Like I say those, I say that every night, and I always have to like. Now I have to pause because she repeats it. So I'm like, I love you. And then she's like, I love you. And I'm like, I'm proud of you. And then she's like, I'm proud of you. And uh-huh. I'm like, are you? Or are you not? <laughs> you are, I'm touched greatly. But like, yeah. if you're not, I, I feel like an idiot. Right. She's just patting you on the head. I'm proud I know. of you. And you're like, oh, are you? Are you? Every, night you're just, every night you're just seeking validation from your daughter at bedtime. Be like, come on. This is going to be. I know. I'm like, say it. I need it. Okay. <laughs> just Say it back. Say it back. <laughs> say it back. What's up? This is fun. Um, I know. This is good times. Um, let's see. What's good? Let's do, let's do this first. Um, who are you and what's your deal for people who don't might not know this from my universe to coming to you in this universe, even though I know I mean, our universe is a shared space. Right. Quite a, a universe. Um, That's true. And which gets weirder and weirder for me by the day as I realize how this happens in this world, <laughs> that it's like this person who knows this person who knows this person from this place, who is also this person from here. And especially when it's just like, random internet people like the way that the way that like you and i are connected through like working with bonnie and stuff like that that's one thing but when it's other like rando internet people who are like oh yeah she's great i'm like oh shit yeah you know who that is too i'm like that's cool i know so okay my name is jessica youthy Mm -hmm. um fitness fun size for people that know me basically i mean you either know me as fitness fun size or you know me as isla's mom So Mm -hmm. those are my two existence Mm -hmm. things, right? That's all you are, really. That's all you'll ever be. An internet persona or a kid's parent. Yeah. You no longer have your own identity. No, I I don't. And I'm okay with that. I'm like, whatever. I'm like, I don't even answer to my own name anymore. So people either call me. call you by your Instagram tag? Yeah. I have had people just call me fun-sized. And I'm like, well, I mean. Sure. Or Isla's mom. Um, Mm -hmm. So... I am a macro coach and a personal trainer, um, strength coach. I've done it all. I've been in the the fitness realm for 20 years. God bless. Um, I mean, what's nice is I look like a, you know, fresh 20. From 20 20 years of giving a shit extremely about how you take care of yourself. So yeah, that's what, which I do want to talk about more. That's the thing I want to talk about. Yeah. And we do, we know each other through Bonnie. We know each other through team Schroeder nutrition. Um, I'm trying to get that shortened to just TSN. Um, that's a good one. 
Turner know, Sports just, Network. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot going on. <laughs> the Toronto, I think that's what the Blue Jays call their baseball television. <laughs> Good. That's what I'm going to start calling us. Um, because like when I have to email people back, um, like when people email or get in touch with Bonnie and then she's like, Hey, this is my lifestyle macro coach. Um, she helps women with their relationships with food. Like she's the best, of the best, blah, blah, blah. And then I have to go in after that and try to like write out team Schroeder nutrition probably five times. And then I'm like, can we just TSN? TSN. There it is. TSN. It's formal. Uh, when I first started would type it out, my phone would autocorrect. It would put the two little dots above the O's. Yep. Like on some like stuff, which I was I'm here for that. If we just yeah, go real like, full like Austrian or German, right? Yeah, put right? dots over anything. Do whatever right. we want. It, my autocorrect is uh pretty wild. So I'm it's probably the new version of like when you like die and you want people to see your search history, you probably like don't die and want people to see what autocorrect thinks you're trying to type all the time. Oh man, it's um, my, the best one, and I, this is totally random, but you'll appreciate it. Um, this is also how, like our universe is the same because we're both nerds. Um, I knew this German woman when we lived in Tennessee, there was this like straight up grandma German lady. Right. And I helped her cause she was like in the German club and they did the, the Oktoberfest, mm -hmm. the, what is it called? Oktoberfest? I don't know what it is. It's probably Sorry. more called Oktoberfest. <laughs> probably. Um, I was like really trying to make that more German. Um, I'm, I'm more Irish, so I don't know these things. Anyway, I dressed up, had my like... Like a wench? Unfortunately, I did not have like a legit... Um, what is it called? I want to call it a streusel, and I know that's a pastry. <sighs> like the, the the little the outfit, the, the little outfit, the Huffbrow, yes. the Huffbrow House outfit. You're carrying yes. giant mugs of beer. So, you got a whole thing going on, right? And I was a pretzel girl, and I did not have one of these outfits. And I told her I would help her, and she was like, "Hey, I've got these like socks you can wear." And she was like, "You just need to find something that fits." And I'm like, "Okay." And I go to the Halloween store, so like I get like frisky Fraulein, um, because that's sure. all the Halloween. Just, that's that's how it works. Um, anyway, so I helped her out. Right. And my husband, um, military guy, I'm telling him I'm like, it, you know, doing this stuff and I'm trying to text him her name. Her name was Alfreda <laughs> and my autocorrect <laughs> kept saying I was hanging out with elf rider and that I was, you know, being an elf rider. Um, and I was like, I am not writing any elves any elves let alone one specific person that has a formal name of it and it would it capitalize the e and then capitalize the r and i was like autocorrect what have i done like what that would be like, an listen. incredible thing to get just a real ominous text i'm with the elf writer <laughs> all right man let's let's we're, go we're journeying through middle earth right now i'm right. with the yep. elf writer all right just trust me turns out one shall pass really that's what's <laughs> happening here <laughs> in this house uh, the, the amount of times we say that in this house is yeah yeah so like i look cool i feel like i look like a jock but then you like i'm the henry cavill but female because i mean he's a big he's a gamer right like he's a sure. gamer he does like warhammer and he looks like this big beefy man right like not gonna lie that's like he's 
Well, top tier. I mean, yeah, what are you going to do? Tier. We're not going. You're not going to hear any argument from that. Anybody, anybody who can't also acknowledge that. Like, come on, man. Let's all. I mean, be unless real you're blind, here. but the right, the right, dude like, right. I don't know, growls when he talks. Like that's come on. You're like I can. I know what that looks like if I can't see it. Right? <clears throat> Tell talk on it, sis. Yeah, like I, I'm like, dude. I'm kind of. I'm like kind of the Henry Cavill. Like I'm not like that hot though, but like people look at me and they don't expect the nerd to come out. And then when I do, they're like, well, I would say that's a thing, right? So we, so we first get introduced to one another through being a part of Bonnie's group with both being nutrition coaches. And then I think, you know, there's like a group chat of all of us just kind of talking about ideas and stuff. And then I don't even remember what it was at this point, but you and I start kind of, bullshitting about something probably about all that and then you know it takes and that's the fun part about this it's the fun part about this world of internet people that i meet is somebody says one thing or makes one reference to a thing or makes one specific joke about a thing and you're like oh shit i know the type of person that knows that thing right i know the type of person who either gets why that's funny or who knows that very specific niche thing from that book or that movie and and you can you can find out so so incredibly much by just what level of detail somebody knows about a thing that you also love right it's that moment in step brothers where yeah. they're like did we just become best friends yeah. and yeah. it's like and then they're like yeah, yep let's and then go the do next karate like, yeah. in the garage That's let's it. go the next the next logical question is let's you know do you want to go do karate in the garage and it's, it's like not yeah. even with a with a sword yeah. that randy right. uh from <laughs> that sign yeah like uh, and, right and that's what, you know, that's what I think about this in terms of, you know, getting to know you and, and getting to know other people. I've had so many, so many fortunate opportunities to meet people that are, are cool and are cool and, and nice to me. And then we also, it's not just like, that's just the end of it. It's also like, well, what are ways that we can go do karate in the garage? Oh, and I think it, it takes a lot to figure that out and, <clears throat> you know, figuring out all types of different iterations. And I know a thing that that we do a lot is we we kind of share ideas or it's like hey what do you think about this and what do you think about that and here's the the fun part about it that i think is important to acknowledge probably maybe 75 percent of those ideas might not end up happening but that's okay because that's kind of the point though is that you have a person who's like hey i got this idea for this or what do you think about this and what do you think about that and then it's just a chance to have that shared space to talk about stuff and be like, what do you think about this? What do you do you like this? Do you like that? Or do you think that's cool? And then you find things that then just kind of go. I mean, this is a great mm-hmm. example, right? We've we've bullshitted and talked about doing this forever. And I know like literally yep. forever of just like, hey, let's just figure it out. And of course, life life's and life life's all the time at life speed. And then uh, life's find it the two. life life's hard sometimes. It does. It does. Life, life's very hard. And when you find those moments, it's like, hey, what are you doing tomorrow at 12? Nothing. You want to do it? Cool. Let's do it. Yep. it let's fits. hop on. And let's, yeah. let's, let's, let's do it. And, and to be able to have, and, and so through getting to know one another and, and getting to know each other through shared things that we enjoy, commonalities in terms of talking about stuff that, which is wild for me to say, we both do for work now, which that's a weird, I can't believe that's a thing I'm saying. Um, there's just that opportunity to be like, what, what can there be that comes out of this that um, maybe I think might be, because this is what we're trying to do with nutrition. This is what we're trying to do with other stuff, right? Connect, connect. 
I think yeah. we're, you know, connect Community. with folks and care. We were talking about this on Hansen and I had another one we did is that the, the main job of a coach is to care. And that's the ultimate boiled down thing of it. And when figuring out how we do that through this kind of weird virtual way of doing that while also maybe sometimes feeling one step removed, it's being able to get to know people and hear their stories. A hundred percent. So with that all being said, like, right, right. They, they come to you. Well, in my experience, they, they come to me wanting my knowledge in nutrition or fitness or whatever, like that realm. That's how they know me. And then it's like, they get to know you as a coach and all those little things that come in and then you build the community from there. Yeah. Um, you know, cause I mean, I don't hide my weird. Like if I start coaching you, you're going to know like, and I yeah. don't like, I mean, now that I'm a mom, I definitely can't hide that weird. Like right. she comes into my life all the time. So I'm like, yeah, and that's what we're doing today. Well, and it's also being like, it's, it's the same thing about, I, I remember the value of when you were little and you saw one of your teachers out at the store yeah. and you're just like, oh, they're a normal person. They're a human. Like they, yeah. They, they, they buy bread or they wear sweatpants. Like they don't always wear little macrame vests with buttons and pins on it. Like they're like. <laughs> I don't know why this just popped into my head, but uh, not Big Daddy, but um, that Adam Sandler movie where he has to go back to school and is like kindergarten teacher and he like gets made fun of outside so he goes back in from recess yeah. and she's like putting glue on her face. Yeah, the paste, the paste on her face, Miss, Miss Lippy. Do I remember? Don't insult me with bullshit <laughs> questions like that. Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen a blue duck. I think about that all the time. I've never seen a blue like, duck before. So I colored. Like, yeah. Why are yeah. you like, yeah. yeah. And that line too, right? Even if you're just going to talk about all this other stuff, like this, the way to do stuff. There's also that line from there. What a wild turn of events sitting here quoting Billy Madison. Yeah, um, Billy Madison. Thank it, you. My it, brain it, was like. Very yeah, timely, yeah. by the way. Very poignant for people. A very yeah. timely reference. <laughs> We are um, old. Yes, I know. But when he talks about the blue duck, when he's like, there's a blue duck and I color the blue duck or the duck blue because I wanted to cut the duck blue. Look at this. Can you not? Can you not? I, I love you so much. Can you not? Come on. Come on what? Come on. Please. Please. I mean, that's the best ever defense that you guys, like toddlers got creative created is like <laughs> like they had a union meeting listen yeah, they had we a need union to try some they're like okay guys uh um, try some new stuff out yeah we're gonna do the sometimes she like even like i don't even know where she learned it but she does like the hand underneath please please and i'm it's like a skill what baby i can't watch i'll be done in a little bit and you and i will hang out we've got to do She's gone. She just like she's over it. She's, she's over it. She's like, so oh, you're not that, doing right? it. Like there's 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 the value. <laughs> there's the value, and I'm not taking this out by the way. There's the value in people understanding that that's part of your life, right? It, that that's well, a part of what be. life is. It has to be, and you it's know, part of the it's part of the story. And so, and with that being you said, have to be real oh, with people. Like you just like I yeah. yeah. Like I think we're at a an age now, like we're, well, not even an age, we're in a time where people value your realness and your genuineness. So like these people that like, 
and I don't even know why there's some people I still follow on social media that I'm like, that's insane. Like this cannot be your real life. Like show me the mess. Like I want to know that I am not the only one in the poop trenches when somebody won't let me change your diaper. You know what I mean? Like well, I need yeah. to know. I got some, I got something for you that though, maybe to frame that a little bit differently. It's from, it's from my buddy, Brian, who we were talking about this once. And we were talking about when, and I think Hanse and I have probably talked about this on another, but uh, who cares? Um, the <laughs> who cares idea, about Hanse? Who cares? Uh, he's, no. he's not here. He's not <laughs> he's here. He's not here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, the idea of... The three of us are going to fuck shit up. That's, that's right. That's right. Um, th this idea about when people get upset about like that, that's not what you're saying. But when someone's like, well, your life is like curated on social media. There's a point to that, though, in terms of like what we share. Because when I use that app and when I look at that... I use it as a way to get excited about things. It's yes. a thing that I see the cool shit that my friends are doing. I see the cool shit you're doing. I see the way that people are out on adventures. I see the way that people are up at four in the morning training. I see the way that people are doing stuff with their kids or whatever it is. I think if we can all just have an agreement, because the way Brian said it is, is I don't want to see your fucking dirty dishes because I have dirty dishes, which I think is just the, the most brilliant way of saying that. Like if we right. can all just understand that we all have dirty dishes and that just because you're not seeing someone's dirty dishes is, doesn't mean that they're there. But that is such a, that's a hard concept for people because you have to be, there's like a level of self-awareness mm -hmm. um, because I do, I get on that app and I like to see like what other home, like, I mean, I don't know. My life has changed so much in the past. Like we're going to talk about that. Cause I want like you to tell a little years, bit. I want you to tell your story. Like, the fact that like, being a bodybuilder and seeing what I saw when I was competing versus like what I see now, which is like herbal remedies and homesteading and um, kid things. And like, I do get on that app for my business. I want my message out there of like, Hey, I know I'm a busy mom and this is what I'm trying to do to keep it together and feed my family and still be a nutrition coach and still like do this. But like, I get on there because I'm like, dude, I, I need an idea or I need this. Like, I want to see what other people are doing. Mm -hmm. But I know in the back of my head, I'm like, dude, it's a highlight reel. Everybody wants to curate. It's a business. And I think that's a level that some people don't have. They're on there just to keep up with the Joneses or they're on there to sure. um, like be trendy or to go viral. There, mm -hmm. There's like so many different layers of people on that app or on many of the apps. Um, and that's why they do it. Um, you know, when I get on TikTok, which I try not to, but it's a mindless. I, I, I never, scroll. I, I, I haven't ever made a TikTok because I know that that's the death of me because how oh, much man. I enjoy video stuff. And I know yeah. I enjoy funny things. So I know that yeah, if I 100%. go to like, I can, I know that I'll be like, that's funny. What else is funny? This is funny. What else is funny? Like and I have no interest in watching people do like coordinated dances. No. But if you're going to show me a steady stream of like, you know, cars funny. sliding down icy hills and hitting dumpsters, like I'm here for that all day. And TikTok has a brilliant algorithm where it's like, sure. oh, that's what you like. Here you go. Yeah. Um, because and woo-woo stuff real quick. I love crystals. Real I love quick. All that We're going to talk about woo-woo stuff a lot because here's what I'm going to tell you real quick. <laughs> I just got, before we hopped on here, I just got my Eclipse uh, spirit animal readings done and I'm going to share those with you. Ooh, so, I mean, yeah. I didn't, I, I mean, I can run and go get my cards too. So like, don't tempt me with a good time. Here for it. I like, 
Um, but speaking of TikTok, like I have a TikTok. I don't tell people about it. It's more of my woo-woo side. And there was this guy and I had to send the videos that he made to my husband because it was like my husband. Um, <laughs> he's like, hey, my, Chris my wife's into crystals and, you know, I want to support her in that. And she said, you know what, this weekend we're going to cleanse my crystals. And he's like, cool. So I got my Home Depot bucket. I got some dish soap. I got some water. I I'm here to support her. And she was like, whoa, babe, no, that's not how we cleanse. Some of them go in the sun. Some of them go in the moon. Just power washing like, them in an orange Home Depot bucket. He thinks we're going to power blah. wash. And I, like, that was the first video I saw of this man. And I was like, I know that that's, person. <laughs> I know that. I, do I live with him? That's weird. Um, and then, so there's like Palo Santo and Sage. There's things you can burn, right? And he calls Palo Santo, which you've seen it, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. He calls it tiny wood. <laughs> and he was like, so my, my wife likes this tiny wood. So I went out and I got her a bunch of tiny wood. Like I was like out there getting, you know, all this stuff. And then she was like, that was the wrong tiny wood. Yeah, but it's wood and it's small though. So is it like right? this is the argument? So my husband like... now calls like my pot. He's like, oh, are you burning? He's like, you burning your tiny wood? And I'm like, yes, I, I am. am. Um, oh, and you'll appreciate this. I, I'm known. I have a legacy here. My favorite crystal shop. <laughs> <laughs> I go and I stock up on those little tiny crystal penises. <laughs> And when people come to visit me, I hide them in their luggage or I take them and I hide them other places. This is my legacy. So when I go, I'm always like buying these like tiny penises, which is kind of weird unless I explain what I'm doing, which is a long game. Yeah. So long Especially game. if you're coming back regularly. If you're like restocking, like if you come in once and be like, hey, you know, she's got a function. Yeah. Oh, she's but if you're coming back every... So I had to start explaining myself. I was like, listen, I buy these and I hide them. And it's, I like when someone when I hide it so well that uh, like two mm. months later, they're like, I found this tiny crystal penis in my potted plant. Where the hell did it come from? Man. So I had and to maybe explain. That's, that's you though. That's you though. <laughs> that's is you me. hide, you hide tiny crystal penises in places and people find them and they're like, thank you. <laughs> yeah. And that's, you know, I'm showing my love, right? So uh. this guy on his TikTok, um, he was like, you know, my, we're, we're at a dinner party and my wife, <laughs> She, this girl, um, like another one of the couples, she's like, oh my God, I'm so into crystals. Like I carry this one around because it does this. And he goes, which is right up my wife's alley, right? So my wife goes, I have a crystal too that I carry around. And he was like, I'm thinking it's going to be this like really pretty like centerpiece thing. Like she's going to whip this out. And he goes, she pulls a crystal penis out of her pocket and passes it around. And I was like, if that's not me and my husband, <laughs> I was like, See, so TikTok does that. TikTok has like the algorithm and you can get lost. Like I haven't been on it in a long time because I just like, oh, I can't. My brain like turn, literally my brain turns into mush, but I find those gems. Um, but yeah, now that I go to the crystal shop, they're like, oh, I'm like, they're like, we've heard of you. Yeah. And custom like, orders. I know. Custom orders how many can right. I get at once? Well, like, yeah, and they I put mean, you on a list for some type. <laughs> she's back I know. Again. I was like, so, I know she's back. So, so with the idea of, of this, so let's talk about that for a second. So, 
Well, no, actually, I'm rewind. So, what rewind. is your? I, because you were introducing yourself, and then surprise, we started talking about 19 different things. What is in in whatever amount of detail you want to give? What is kind of your story? Because this is the completely unreasonable tour, and we talk about how I think completely unreasonable comes in many different ways. You've been involved in a sport that I think many would think is a completely unreasonable thing at times um, to do for yourself. Um, You've gone from that to finding a a love and an interest in a lot of different other things to this person who's resting adorably on your shoulder right now. So you've had an adventure over these years. And, and no. sh- share uh, with whatever you want to about that. This is like the synchronicity of life, though. My business, like, because when you met me, you were like, okay, this is a girl that does Team Schroeder Nutrition. My business name is Unreasonable Fitness. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember this conversation. I picked Unreasonable because I think sometimes you have to be, I like to, first of all, I like to take negative things and make them somehow positive. It's like my toxic trait besides having a fucking balloon in my face. Hi. <laughs> what are you doing? So good. Oh, man. Um, I, my first bodybuilding show, um, I posed, my posing song was Trap Queen um, because I thought it meant that you had big traps. Um, mm-mm, clearly, mm-mm, mm-mm. and they were like, you know what? We're gonna turn. <laughs> Her laugh track on it was great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something else. Um, so we did. We like. We were like, you know what? Let's take this and turn it into something positive. Um, I can't talk with that thing in front of my face. It makes me sound like a robot. It's um, great. And for, you know, nobody watching and listening, yeah. it's a, it's a mm-hmm. balloon. Because every yeah. time we go to the plant section at the grocery store, we have to have a balloon. It's a must. It's a must. Um, and this one, cult leader, timeout, she got a balloon and it said happy birthday. And it was not her birthday, but I was like, I'm not having this argument in the grocery store. Fine, let's go. And then we end up going to another place. And she was like, I have to bring it in. And I'm like, please don't. Oh, so is everybody like, is it your birthday? This girl made out like a bandit. Heck there, yeah, and I that's had, the move. Like, I'm, I'm an introvert, first of all, but I'm also like, I don't like confrontation. So if you want to think it's her birthday, I'm not going to say anything because I'm embarrassed that I let my kid have a birthday balloon. Hey. <laughs> this is how we get physical activity. Go fetch. <laughs> She's mad at me that I just... I bet. I bet. So, yeah. Question. What what was the thing that made you be like, I want to try bodybuilding? Oh, that's a funny story. Um, I was working at a Globo gym. And my friend that I started working, um, she one day, she was going... Like, I think you both... Like, I was going through a tough time, too. And I felt like structure was needed, um, but I didn't know at the time, but I was going through this rough patch and she had been going through a rough patch and she like came at me one day and she was like, I want to do a bikini show. And I mean, this is how rough it was. Cause I was like, I don't think I'm in a good headspace to like be on a stage sure. in a bikini right. getting judged. Um, she was like, but Hey, I'm going to meet this guy. He told me to bring a bikini. That's those are the words she said to me. And I was Great. like, He's got uh, a van. It's out back of the Whole Foods. I was like, like I'm sorry. I, 
I listen to a lot of true crime and I feel like that's the start of every true crime podcast I've ever heard. Uh-huh. I was like, I'll go with you. And and the gym that we were going to go to was like 30, 30, 40 minutes away anyway. So that's why I was like, you're going where? And you're just going to wear a bikini? Like that sounds, mm-hmm. that sounds stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I meet, I meet our coach and he was such a pivotal human in my life. He still is. Like I was in his wedding. Like I love that man mm. to death. Um, so that's how I started was I went with her because I was trying to protect her. Um, mm. I have this like thing inside me that I always need to protect people. Um, I'm five foot, you know, I, it's a, it's a small dog complex. Yeah. I can't imagine what that's like. I couldn't even begin to imagine what it's like to feel like you're always responsible for other people. Like, I don't know no. why it's, it's hard. It's hard. So I was like, you're going to die. I'll go with you. Um, and then he was like, Hey, do you want me to test your body fat? And he was like, well, you know, Oh, birthday. Thank you. It does say granddaughter though. So it's your birthday card. Yeah, you. Yeah. We also have a C-A-K-E that someone picked out, and she's been trying to finagle me to let her eat that for breakfast the past two mornings. So. I mean, good work. Winning in the nutrition household. Um, That's right. So he (laughs) tested me, and I was, like, pretty like pretty athletically fit. I would say I was probably around 18 to 20%. And he was like, well, I mean, you can try the diet and see where you're going to go. And I was like, all right, I'll try it. But I don't know if I want to compete. And then I get back to the Globo gym. And two of the guys are bodybuilders, and I'm talking about it. And I kind of did some research, like, that was when I started like, okay, maybe I should take some creatine. And like, maybe I should do this. And the dudes looked at me, both bodybuilders, right? And they were like, why the fuck would you train for a marathon and not run it? Mm. Which is like the, which is a pretty Mm. good analogy for bodybuilding prep. It is miserable. And like your shining moment is on stage. Like Mm -hmm. you work, you know, I, I would do 26 long, like 26 week long preps. So like to be that miserable and to not do anything, like that just, that is stupid. You're right. Um, and that's how I got roped into it. So yeah, like people that originally started following me probably started following me for bodybuilding content. I was new at it. I'm, I jumped into women's physique right out the gate. Cause I, I'm, I'm built for a tiny person. Like I just, mm-hmm. I, I'm not petite, like a bikini competitor. I, my, my coach was awesome. He also looked at me and he was like, because I, I was like, am I not feminine enough? Like, why are you, why, why am I a women's physique? And he was like, listen, if I told you to get on stage, turn around and bend over, what would you do? And I was like, oh, I'd probably flip you off and kick you in the mm-hmm. balls. And mm-hmm. he was like, exactly. There we go. There's the answer. <laughs> He's like, yeah. He was like, nah. Mm-hmm. So that kind of started that journey. What's and the moment then, like? What's that moment like though? The first time that so you go through all that, you decide you're gonna try it, and then what's that moment like when you're like on stage for the first time? Oh, like, it's like a drug. Like? It's yeah. like a drug. There is such a high, and not everybody is like this. I've always been kind of a theater kid. I've always been like two sides of the same human because I'm very introverted. But you put me on stage and you want me to do something outrageous. I can do it. Now, if you wanted me to be serious on stage, I don't think I could do it. Um, like, I'm not like, I'm not going to like move the crowd to tears unless it's like me falling on my face. That like, 
So to me, I love being on the stage and it was just another way of being on stage. And you do, you do all this hard work and you just get on stage and you don't, you just hear people like clapping and roaring and, you know, um, and you did all that hard work. It, it is legitimately like a drug. And I will never talk down about the sport because it is a sport and it is for special humans and you like, it is what it is. It's very extreme being out of it and knowing that at the time, like I, I thought I needed it at the time. I needed that structure. I needed everything, but it was very toxic. Like I had poor relationships with food, with people, with exercise. Um, and it was all because I was like, I, I need this structure and this is what's helping me. Um, so you don't realize how toxic it can be unless you get out of it. Mm. Um, and you know, like, that's why I love my coach and he let me fail a couple of times because he knew I needed it. Um, mm. so when did you know, when did you know that you didn't want to, you know, when you kind of wanted to close that chapter? Okay. So I had done, um, you, the junior nationals, I think is what it's called or, um, gosh, I'm, it was a while ago. <laughs> so sure. I did, I, I did a show to get my pro card and I didn't get it. I came in second, which is not bad by any way, shape or form. And there's politics with everything. Don't get me wrong, but I can't even blame politics. Like in that sport, it's you against you. Like, so if you mm -hmm. didn't follow your diet, that's on you. Like if you didn't put enough hours in the gym, that's on you. And so that girl won, she got a pro card and, um, I was getting ready to do another show, but it was like, I think it was like six or seven more weeks of diet after a 26 week long period yeah. to get ready for that show. And I was like, I can do it my body said no. Like literally at that point, my body was shutting down. Um, I started to gain weight. Like at that point it's fight or flight. Like your body doesn't know you're stepping on stage. Like your body has no idea. Your body's like, dude, you've been eating freaking 900 calories, like, and, and killing us on the freaking stair mass. Like, what are you running from? Is it a mastodon? Like, is it, you know, like, what, what are we a doing? Sasquatch? Yeah. No, I would run too. Let's be honest. Like, That's so your body completely unreasonable tour after dark. That's where that content goes. <laughs> so your body doesn't know. And it's a lot of trauma. Um, so I had tried and my eating got a little out of control because after 26 weeks of being stripped, like, you know, my brain just took a dump. It was yeah. just like, I couldn't do it. My body was like, no, um, I was a lot of things were going on like hormonally. Um, I was just miserable and I was tired. My body wasn't recovering. It was like all these things culminated. Right. And then at that time, I thought my business would grow if I got a pro card. Mm. And when I didn't get my pro card, mm. I was like, fuck. What were you, you were coaching then like training and nutrition, like same, same deal. Yeah. I was doing everything. <clears throat> I was doing everything. Um, Hey, Hold, please. I have to go lock the front door because somebody can get out. Go ahead. <laughs> and we're back. I just had to make right, sure hold. nobody was like, I don't know. Let me add, add in our marker here. All right, we're good. 
Okay. I just figured out how to do that. Whatever. We'll tell we'll tell people what just happened live. I figured out that you can put little markers in here for when you need to like do things, and it makes me feel very like I know it's real real official, right? That's so fancy. Three, two, one. Wayne's world it. Okay. Mm -hmm. You're gonna have to remind me where I was though. Um, uh, oh, my body was, yeah shutting down. Right. And thought business I, was gonna grow if you got your pro card. Yes. So in my head, if I just got my pro card, people would take me seriously. Um, I would get more bodybuilding clients. I would get more like, you know, in the gym clients. I was renting a space in a gym. Like at that point I quit the Globo gym, had moved to my bodybuilding coaches gym. Um, I mean, I just training people out of there. Like you're training yeah. people out of there. Yeah. I mean, training people regularly too. Like, so I thought that was the key to growth and it wasn't. Um, I think I was chained like, it took somebody like I was talking to someone and I was like telling them about a pro card and they were like, what the hell's a pro card? And I was like, if you're not in the bodybuilding world, you don't know what that even means. And like, if you meet an IFBB pro in real life, you probably don't know what that means. <laughs> like, right. Right. Um, hi, what are we hiding from? Oh, so, she's like my own. She's like my own feelings of being not worthy enough. <laughs> right, that's a hundred. So, and it did. It took a couple people being like, "What does an IFBB Pro card? What does that mean?" And I was like, "You know what? You're right. Like, mm. my body's shutting down. I don't like the gym. I have a terrible relationship with food, with fitness, with people, with where I'm at in life." And it was hard because I did five, I was doing it for five years. I was trying, I was struggling yeah. for five years. Um, so after that, um, I had like kind of a sit down with myself and was like, what's important to you? Um, I wanted to be a mom. Hmm. It like came out of nowhere. Oh, honey. Owie, well, are you stuck under the table? <laughs> Again, don't know. Really, Again, really on point. On point. I wanted to be a mom. This is what I lived for. <laughs> and they told me, uh, my what? Like, first of all, when you start, like, you finally, yeah. And you're a dude. You probably didn't go through this, but I was like, okay, I want to be a mom. What do I do? And like anybody, you Google it or you. Yeah. you you get on Pinterest, right? How to <laughs> be a mom. You start making Pinterest boards. <laughs> um, and I was like, all right. So it tells me I need to go to my 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 woman doctor, my OBGYN, whatever. And so I go and I'm like, I know I don't need permission, but like, I know I need like a checkup and like ask questions. Like, I don't know. Like, this is like yeah. a big step, right? And they do all this stuff and they're like, you know. And at that point I gained like an obscene amount of weight because I was rebounding after a show, but like, I felt like crap. I didn't know what was wrong. I thought I had hypothyroid um, issues. My mom has them. So they're kind of, you know, Yeah. I'm like within a matter of probably like two months, I had gained like 30, 40 pounds. Mm. Um, my body felt terrible. And so I did, I went and they were like, well, um, we think you have PCOS and that you're not gonna have kids um, and it's gonna be a struggle. And that like hit me like a freaking Mack truck. Yeah. Um, because that's like 
I finally figured out like, wow, a pro card wasn't going to do anything for me. And I wanted to be a mom. And that was like a profound moment in my head. And then for them to be like, you can't have kids. She just, yep. That's my, my baby. Yeah. Is that yours now? Yeah. I can't have straws in this, this house. She's going to chew it. Good thing I got that at Hobby Lobby, y'all. I don't do Stanley Cups. I do Hobby Lobby ten dollar ones. Mom Sponsored. hack. Mom hack. Sponsored. 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 <laughs> Sponsored. Um, so she was very rude to me, my first doctor, and I had no idea what PCOS was. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I don't. That sounds serious. I get to my truck. I call my mom and I break down crying because, like, first of all, when someone hits you with you can't have kids you don't hear anything yeah. after like your brain yeah. literally, like I swear the blood just went right to my, my ears. I heard like a nothing. movie, right? It's just like tunnel vision. You're just like, yes. and then everything. Yeah. And I cried. And then it was like, it was Thanksgiving time. Like we were supposed to go to my parents' house. Um, so yeah. And, the lady told me, she was like, well, I can't do anything about a thyroid problem. Like you need to go to an actual doctor. Um, I can't okay. do anything. I can't do anything about it. That's wild. Like, well, yeah. Oh, we don't. Well, you she told you... me, I quote you, um, because I said, I was like, I- I'm a personal trainer. Like I-, I am in the health industry to an extent. Like at that point I was still like, I wasn't into the women's side of it as much. I was still like, training people on how to lose weight like well it's still it's all part of your deal it's all part like so I had it's no all idea. Un- yeah i had no idea what pcos was and I, i'm not gonna lie like i love like don't get me wrong hey whoa 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 stop that noise that's an awful squeaky metal Shitty noise ASMR. yeah <laughs> just stop stop stop, stop. oh oh Again, this is all staying in. I know. People record. have to watch yeah. it. Like, that, yeah. I couldn't time yeah. that more mm-hmm. correctly. That and my dog just losing her shit Straight. in the window. This is the mom life. This is the deal. So, um, she, I quote you not, she was like, I was like, what is PCOS? And she, like, turned around and was like, you should know what it is. And I was Ew. like, huh? I was yeah. like, who says that? Like, I would never... Yeah. Talk to were a you client like, that way. Were you like, yeah, do you know what an IFBB well, pro card is? <laughs> turns out we've all got shit to learn like you know in true jess fashion she had what baby yeah you got water all over your face yeah that's so for you all that can't see this she can see the the recorder like the um the volume you know how it's like Uh green did she try to slide it it, well, no, she's just like mama, 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 and it's like oh. doing wild things. So she's pointing at it. Oh, anyway, um, pretty observant kiddo. Right before she had like told me all this, I had Rick and Morty socks on, and the nurse uh-huh. was like, "Ha ha ha, Rick and Morty, ha ha ha." Which again, <laughs> Henri, show, love it. And so the doctor was like, yeah, I should really watch Rick and Morty. So when she like whipped around and was like, you should know what PCOS is. I wanted to be like, oh. and you should know who Grandpa Rick is. And you oh, don't. I, said, I thought you were about to. I thought you were about to hit her with it. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> hey, where, 
is the TV not on? I mean, again, mom life. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> Do you want Miss Rachel? I have a phone. <laughs> That's my kid. She's weird. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, so what's the so what's the transition out of that? So there's the point where you're like, I mean, obviously, as we can see, things worked out well. Um, right. You know, I it, have. It, 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 she ended up, she ended up being incorrect in terms of being a <laughs> well what the catalyst was her telling me that but also she was like you could go aggressive so aggr- why are you so aggressive yeah my daughter's like you you didn't become a pro Right. <laughs> she's gonna say that to you one day when you're going for your nightly affirmations oh, she's gonna a hundred percent she's gonna be like yeah mom and you wanted to be a pro, pro. good night <laughs> just roll over and then, and then you just see everything flash in your face at once just like <laughs> that's how she hurts me yeah. um and what's funny is like, it doesn't even hurt anymore. Like it used to hurt to talk about. So the catalyst was, she was like, Hey, like, I get it. You, you might have, you might not be able to have kids. We'll figure it out. We'll get to the root of it. Um, again, once she said, you're not going to have kids. I heard literally, like, I remember something she said, cause she mentioned, I should go see her husband who is a primary care doctor and get more blood work done. Cause I didn't have a primary care doctor. Like at that point I was young, I was healthy. I mean, well, relatively healthy, ate clean, worked out. Like in my head, I'm like, I need to figure this out. So I go to a new primary care doctor and it turns out to be this like women's care concierge facility. Right. So they do everything and they were amazing. I, I don't, it was somewhere in Ohio. I love them. You know, it was three months later that I could get in and she saw me and I had lost 20 pounds. I went vegan because I did all this research on PCOS and like the symptoms and like how to, you know, help it. And like, you know, a plant-based diet can really help you. And I was like, fine. You know, I was a vegetarian before I was a bodybuilder. Right. Even like the first two, probably the first year, for two years, I was a vegetarian while bodybuilding. I was like, easy, whatever. Like, I'll be a vegan. Fine. Right. I mean, I'm not going to give up honey. So I was a fake vegan, but like, whatever. A honey vegan. <laughs> vegan adjacent. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> and she's like, I mean, keep doing what you're doing. Your labs came back. Like, uh, she was like, I'll request your labs that you had done there, but like, you know, everything seems pretty normal. Like, are you sure you just weren't stressed out? And I was like, I don't know. She said I had this. And she, so she's like listening to me talk about all this stuff. And she looks dead at me. This, And I will like never forget. She was like, I don't think you have PCOS. And I was like, huh? Mm-hmm. I was like, for three months, I've been like on this new journey. Like, I thought that was my new my new thing. Like I'm going to help women that have the same experience as me. And she was like, you don't have it. I'm going to talk with my colleague, but I don't think you have it. You don't have like, I mean, here's the thing with PCOS. It's kind of like the IBS of the uterus world. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes everybody's 
symptoms vary. There's roughly some of the similar things. Um, but sometimes I feel like they throw it at you when they can't quite figure out what's wrong. Mm. So it's like, oh, you have and what an interesting juxtaposition too, right? Think about that, how we do that in that moment. And I assume, tell me if this is accurate though. In that moment when she said, you can't, I don't think you can have kids or no, she didn't say, she said, I, you can't have kids. You have PCOS. There's a point where you're like, that's it. It's done. Yeah, done. Everything is shattered. But in those inverse moments, when someone tells you positive news or hopeful news, there's a point where we're like, that's you're full of shit. Like, that's, I, know, I don't I believe like, I don't believe you, which is the thing we do all the time. Right. Somebody tells us yes. something negative and we're like, for sure, that's it. I'm garbage. And then if somebody's like, hey, you look good. You look jacked. I like you you or whatever, you know, whatever right. a compliment looks like. We're like eh, oof, mm, this old thing. Right. Uh, but I, it's so easy to just take. Yeah, the negative it's part like of it and be like, well, right, to reject those. It is. Um, and it, at, when she's, she was just like, it might be something as simple as stress. Like, we've, I have your labs here. I'm looking at what you're doing. Like, she was like, I'll take a look down there. And she takes a look down there and she's like, I mean, you look healthy. Like, I don't know why she said that to you. Um, you know, and she was like, have me... you been doing anything stressful for the past five or six years at all? And you're like, um, <laughs> Let me think. Right. Let me think. The trauma that you put your body through, um, which again, I will never tell any women to not do it. You know, um, why are we mowing right now? <laughs> no, that's the whole thing. That's the whole thing. Take a look at the dishes, baby. You want to see the dishes? Here's the dishes, right? This is the dishes. Right. I was like, why? What are we doing? Mm -hmm. Anyway. So yeah, um, she referred me to a new OBGYN. They were much nicer, um, a little more kinder. The pandemic happened and that's when I found out I was pregnant and I was like, dang. Um, so everything mm. shifted. Like I had these like massive shifts and it took a lot of misinformation. And then I was like, dang, you know, like women, there's a lot of misinformation for women. So I did, I just totally was like, fine, fuck it. Like I'm only specializing in women. I'm going to deep dive into like women's issues. I'm going to do all this stuff. Like I'm not a hormonal, like I don't deal with that side of it. Um, I kind of have to always tell people and I also I'm like, Hey, I'm not a registered dietitian. So like, I can't take your insurance. Like I'm not going to do medical stuff. Like I didn't right. go that route. Um, yeah. There's a general I, disclaimer that shows up before every episode that says no one here is a doctor. So yeah. like, we've just got, it's all, we're all covered. Yeah. I'm not a doctor. I can't like, yeah. If your arm falls off, please don't come to me. You know, you'll rub some small wood on it. I got right? a herb just, for it. Probably. <laughs> That's probably like my new sab. thing. I got a salve laying around. I got a right, salve so, for that. So how about that? So, um, when did that stuff come into your life? So Which, let's call it witch shit. When did witch, witchy shit, witch shit. Um, when did witchy shit come into your I'm life? I'm not even going to lie. I've always been a little on that side, um, way back in the day. And I mean, all the women listening, it was practical magic. <laughs> like Comes that up movie a lot. changed my world. Um, I wanted to be Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman so bad when I was young. Um, I'd always been interested in that stuff though. Like the paranormal. Um, now I don't like slasher movies and I don't like scary movies, but like, I remember like I was probably the like only fifth grader that had watched, um, interview with the vampire multiple times. I Hell was yeah. 
in love with Brad Pitt and yep. Tom Cruise. Lestat is still one of my f- most cherished literary figures. Like I love Lestat. I think he wrote those books and Anne Rice was, she like existed, but kind of not. I, I think she this. knew something you're we didn't know. You're just on some deep dive fanfic stuff where you just yeah. live right <laughs> I told my husband, I was, when I met him, I was like, dude, I want to go to New Orleans. I'm finding Lestat. And yeah. he was like, I don't know if you want to bark up that tree. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, look up, look I up don't fun know if you know me well enough. I want to bark that tree up, okay? I will, like, bark, the, I will bark that tree up. Look up Fun Size Fitness on DeviantArt. See what you find. <laughs> right? <That's, laughs> kind of weird so, Sasquatch vampire crossing. Right, I know, I know. So I've always been into it, but then like, I don't know, life, college happens, you know, you're just too busy trying to do like, I graduated college, like, don't get me wrong, but it was like pulling teeth and I wanted to do it. I was the only one in my family that like my mom got her, she ended up doing, what did she get? Um, She ended up being like a paralegal and everything. Like, so my mom went through school, but like, it was like pulling teeth for her too. And she wanted her kids to do it. But then like, you know, I love my brother to death, but that was like not his path. Like he mm. hated, uh, like what's the, uh, I don't want to say authority, but yeah, kind of mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. just rebelled against authority <laughs> where I was like, okay, I'll go to school. I'll, you know, graduate high school. I'll graduate college. And then life happened. And we tra- like my husband was in the military. We traveled all over and then bodybuilding happened. And I think, when I became a mom and it was the pandemic and we were forced to be isolated, I really wanted something more spiritual. And it was like a cozy blanket. It was like coming back home. Like I had, I found books that I've had since high school about Mm. witchcraft. And I was like, why did I not like, and I'd always loved crystals and like healing, like, the healing vibrations of like certain crystals and things like that. So it really started because when I was pregnant, I was going to my favorite rock shop, um, which they love Isla. Like I, she was in my belly when I was going there. And then like, she came out just loving crystals, just a whole crystal shop of people just rubbing crystal penises on your belly. Just being like, what's the deal guys. This is a Tuesday. The whole thing you were just talking about is though, it's the same idea that we talked about before, you know, this, there comes this point, I think, as you get older, where there's a real um, power, maybe mm, that feels too much. There's a real something that happens when you when you just take ownership or you it's OK. The, the shit that you thought was cool when you were younger is still yes. cool now. And I was going to say Turtles, that, Transformers, like right, you know, when superhero you, shit. I wish I could have told my younger self that you would yeah. be OK. Um, because yeah. I was a nerd. I, I was into weird stuff, you know, like I wanted to be Xena warrior princess, but I also wanted to be a witch. Like I wanted all that. And I thought yeah. it was weird. And I went through a period of my life where I was trying to suppress all of that. And I think isolation did some weird shit to us all, but I think it really helped me realize like I needed to connect spiritually into something. Um, that doesn't mean I don't believe in God or anything like that. Like I believe in a higher power. I believe in God. Um, I believe in a multitude of things. And I think that's a healthy way of looking at a lot of um, spiritual practices. I want to say like, if you can pull and that's what it's called a practice. If you can pull from other things, like, I don't know if you're just like, just don't go Ted Bundying or Jeffrey Dahmer, the world, you'll be fine. 
That's you our know, title that's... in this episode, by the way. <laughs> don't go Ted Bundy or Jeffrey Dahmer in the world. Yeah, just yeah. don't go pull a Dahmer and you're fine. Don't go pull a Dahmer. Um, yeah. Well, we were having we were having a good discussion about the same exact thing over this past weekend at the retreat thing. Just this idea of if you went back and if you grabbed, if you could grab 10 or 12 year old you and bring them forward and show them your life now. Like, I think. I mean, Matt, Matt was talking about this first, but I would, I would agree for myself. They'd be pretty fucking stoked yeah. that like, that like you're the things that you still cling on to that are, that lights you up, that interests you, that excites mm-hmm. you. And it comes in phases, right? Like you said, there's a period in, and not on some like, because it's not cool shit, but there's a period in college where you spend where I spent getting really into Ohio state football and traveling to Tempe to go watch Ohio state play in the national championship game. Like that's a big part of my life. That was a big thing then. And it wasn't on some like nobody here wants to talk about Spider-Man. So I guess I'll learn football. Like it was just like things shift to be, this is kind of what we do here. So I think it's an important balance to strike that it's not like it's like two things can be true, right? You can have those periods where you are exploring different things and checking out different things and seeing whether it's like sport wise or activity wise. And you can come back to the point where you're, where you can say, I did that. It was cool. I enjoyed that. It was cool, but I know it's kind of cycled back down to the, the authentic bit that has always been there from the jump. Yeah. That talking about the philosophical stuff in terms of how the government of Dune works. I'm like, yeah, man, we want to get into that. Let's talk about it. Versus now if somebody, and again, it's not, it's not shitting on one another. Right. But if somebody's like, Hey, do you want to talk about football? I don't really want to talk about football. I, I, I will, I guess, if you want to. And me saying that I don't want to, isn't me judging you wanting to talk about football. Um, Right. It's just, it's just, I'm, I'm good. I think you come to a point. I mean, hopefully, because if you're not, you're not growing. I think you come to a point in your life where you've grown into who you are and you're, you're, you're good with it. Yeah. You know, like you're finally okay with it. Um, I, I look back, I learned a lot through my bodybuilding stuff, but again, like I told you, it was a little, it was toxic and I didn't know until I was out of it. Um, but I needed to be in it at that time to, mm-hmm. to like step into where I'm at now, where I'm comfortable. I'm, I am a mom. I love being a mom. Um, I love all my witchy shit and like, it's not hurting anybody to believe in what I believe in. Um, so like, why the hell not? Like, why wouldn't right. I do the cool things and, and try to connect on those different levels? Yeah. So yeah. And once you, yeah. And once you start doing, so this, this like threads back through what we talked about before, once you start doing all of these other things and you start trying these other things, you know, watch what happens, right? A good example is the stuff about the witchy shit, right? So there's a couple people that I have that are nutrition clients who are very into witchy shit. And there's a a chat about this and they're talking about witchy stuff and getting into all of these things and all this kind of stuff. But it's also like sharing stoke for nutrition for, for them too, of just like people doing that. But it, but it, it deviates very much into eclipses and moons and all these things. And this is all shit that I don't know shit about, but I've now become interested in it because of this wild thing where I went down this path that led me to this thing that led me to that, to then where now I was just told um, that my spirit animals are a whale and a fire ant. What does that do? You you? know what? I can see that, man. 
Yeah. Um, so when I was told that, me, I was like, let me mm. touch on that. Cause like, I didn't just, yes, I loved crystals and I loved the healing. Like I liked looking at crystals and being like, yeah, this is what I feel today. And this is what I need to wear today to help me feel a certain way. Right. Like placebo effect, maybe, I don't know. But I started also looking at herbs and how herbs affect my health and mm. how herbs affect my family's health. And like, if I, you know, can cook with this and this and this, or if I can make a tincture with this and this and this, and it can fight off a cold, it can, you know, um, help me relax if it can do all this stuff. So I, um, I use the term plant medicine because that's what we started. And that plant medicine led me down a more spiritual path because like I started connecting with nature. Mm. Like, if you're relying on like nature yeah. to help nourish you and you're connecting in that way, it's pretty cool. Just like, you know, um, microdosing. I, I started microdosing and it changed my whole mm -hmm. like anxiety riddled world, the trauma that I had had and hung on to. I mean, even years before bodybuilding, um, I had started to get like some crazy things come up and I was getting these anxiety things. And then when I thought I had it under control, it really wasn't like opening that plant medicine door opened me up to connecting with the earth, which is what the spiritual side of what I do mm -hmm. and practice is all about. So it mm -hmm. connected to nutrition in this really kind of crazy right. way. And it connected to homesteading in this really kind of crazy way, because then I was like, I want a garden. I want to nourish the plants that are nourishing me. I want to see what I can create with the pile of you know, pepper, like I'm staring at peppers on my table right now. Mm -hmm. And the amount of tomatoes that I like pulled from my garden. Like if you take your energy and put it into the earth, it comes back. It's this wild, crazy, like way of thinking. And yeah. I connected it with the nutrition and I connected it with the like letting go of the trauma. I connected it with healing in so many different ways. So it started out me making fermented honey in, or um, fermented garlic in honey to help with mm. colds and then making my own tea blends to then now I'm like doing breath work and I do rituals and I do cleanses and I do, you know, this like, I mean, it just started connecting me to ancestors and trying to go deeper within myself and again like some people aren't going to believe that but like if you can break generational stuff and you don't have hey, to be the same and you can grow and change like i mean and we've talked about breath work i mean breath work unlocks a lot of stuff and i don't even yeah. sometimes i i gaslight myself because i'm like i saw some stuff and i don't know that was my imagination because i have a wild one i write yeah. when people again Fun size fact, I like to write short stories all the time and they're going to be about wild and crazy things. So like my I did not know this. I love that there's always layers. This like is there's great. always layers, right? Well, I thought I told you about my Sasquatch saga. I mean, I knew, I, I know, okay. I didn't know about that. I thought that was, I didn't know if that was a one-off or if this was like a thing where it's like, I like to, <laughs> she goes. No, I have, no, no. I have characters. <laughs> I have like vampires and werewolves and like a whole fantasy land, dragons. I have a whole fantasy land See, that I write amazing. about. So this um, is what I would say to your your thing about like people may not believe it, right? Because I would put myself, and I think I we let's let's use the word believe relative because yeah. 
it's no different. The, what we're talking about believe is you're, when you're, you're talking about something bringing value to you in a way. Right. And so even like breath work, right. My first experience with breath work, like I'm not the kind of person who's, I, I try not to be the kind of person who like vocally shits on things that I'm skeptical yeah, don't about. Somebody's yum. That's right. That's right. She knows it. And it was this idea though, of when I was put in that spot, we were going to do that for the first time. I'm like, yeah, cool. Like, yeah, let's do it. And in my head, I'm like, what's this bullshit? What I'm going to, no, you're going to make me, you're going to make me breathe a certain way. And I'm going to feel like I something. Learn how to breathe. Ooh. Yeah. Cool, man. Yeah. Done it. Thanks. I breathe, like, yeah, I breathe, breathe all the time. Yeah. yeah do yeah. it regularly. Thank you. Like, I'm, yeah. I live, I live yeah. that life. Yeah. I live that like yeah, I'm about that breath life, bro. Yeah. So, so with, with that or with this other stuff, there's a part to it where if someone's like, well, I don't believe that it's, it's not the point. I don't give a shit if you believe it. Yeah. It's the point of like, what I would challenge someone is, you know, and this is a, this is a line that we use, which, you know, that Hanse first said to me one time, which is, well, go find out, yeah, go find go out find for out. you, go find out and have your own experience and see what it does for you. If it doesn't do anything, super fine. If it does something for you. And now this is another thing that you have. That's a part of if, if knowing, so, so Tiffany, who, who did my spirit animal, uh, reading is mega wise in all things witch shit related. And it's great. I and it's I follow her on Instagram because I think you're talking about Tiffany and Nicole and I love Nicole so so Yeah, so, this is so the whole much. squad. Yeah. And and yes. Carly too. And these and these these gals came. And you didn't to know we were all ways. connected in our own I, little coven. So this is our own way. Right. No, this is our own way. And this is our own way of this stuff where it's like because now Pay I want to ask Tiffany. I started following her, but like I don't know her. But Nicole was the one that was like, "Hey, um, you should follow her because I think she's in Denver." Yeah. And uh, yeah, another girl that we met on the retreat is in Aurora. Okay. And yeah. I call her Red Sonia because she's amazing. I mean, she's buff, like and amazing. Has, like red, red Sonia. Like I was That's like, such a great, my, you're great my, reference. She's the rock to my Kevin Hart because like I'm tiny. <laughs> <laughs> any of any of this shit though, right? Like if if. I'm going to ask her though. Now I'm going to be like, Hey, I'm going to creep on you a little bit. And, uh, I want my spirit animal red. Do it. Rock it up. She does it. She does. It's it's a thing. I I didn't know. She said, she sent like a 12 minute recording, this incredible recording with all this explanation who, for somebody like me, who doesn't know shit about shit about that stuff. Right. It's another thing that I've talked about a ton, which is just this idea of if you want to expose something, someone to something they've never been exposed to lower the barrier of entry. So if you want, if you want somebody, if, if you love wit shit, and you want to talk to somebody about witch shit, then lower the barrier of entry for them to learn about witch shit. Right. Like I'm not going to draw a pentagram on the ground and have candles placed in a precarious way where they think they're going to summon a demon. I mean, that would, I mean, I'd be interested if I walked into a room and I was like, oh, hell yeah, we're sacrificing tonight. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We're good. (laughs) But like that, you know, and, and, and what I would say to that is if having a belief and I, and I use the word belief in a way that I'm not really sure that there's something about the way that the moon is doing something with another planet and something like that helps yeah. you have a great day. Fucking good for you. And here's the like thing if, about the moon. If the moon fucks with the ocean in like the form of tides, correct? Our mm-hmm. bodies are like 70% water. If you don't think mm-hmm. that it has some kind of pull with our bodies and the sure. chemistry within our body, like I feel like that's connected. Yeah, like and, who, yeah. and so so you tell me that, and I'm, I'm like smaller than the ocean, and if the moon can fuck with the ocean, like come on, what's it doing to me? What's it doing to me? 
making beware, me crazy. That's what you're gonna say. You're gonna say goodnight to her one time, and she's gonna turn over and go, "Beware of the tides, mommy," and then roll back over. Dude, that girl already was like, "Well," and this was we carved pumpkins, and you put the candles in the, and you can't see them when it's dark. That girl out of nowhere starts yelling at the sun to lay down and for the moon to wake up, and I was like, "Yep, oh, that's that's my girl." Yeah. I'm a feral child, but, and I love her. That's right. And and so you know, with, I, I continue to be just full of gratitude for this stuff. And because here's what I find about these people. I mean, you're a big part of that. Other people who are internet people that have come into my world in these, in these ways of, that are just into stuff that I'm not super familiar with all stuff. It all comes from a place of joy. And it comes oh, from yeah. a place of like, this is a thing I love. Because for me, it's no different than if you wanted to sit and have a two hour conversation with me about what I think the best X-Men lineup is. It's the same oh, we thing. We could totally do that. I, I know you could do that too, but it's no different. And for me to think, for me to think that it's anything different, or for somebody else to want to sit and talk to someone about what they think the best fantasy football lineup is, like it's all 100%. the same thing. You're just having a conversation about a thing that lights you up. So if you are fortunate enough to meet someone who is lit up about something, listen. We were talking about that this weekend. If you know, if you're super into trains, and you want to talk to me about trains, and you're going to talk to me about trains in a passionate way, I'll listen. I'm totally here for it. Tell me everything that you know. It's one of the reasons why I think I love the type of work I did for so long with working with the autism community and that population was to see to see that type of hyper interest in a thing. It's probably a, a thing. Yeah, I, I, this Passion. is happening. Yeah, this is happening live right now. I think that's probably a thing for a long time that I didn't have. So I think when I would observe yeah. others who were like mega into a thing i would be like i want a thing like i i, I want to think that i like, love that yeah, much you definitely because i did i don't think i was again when i was bodybuilding and uh i had strangers validating me all the time it was i i was empty i was empty yeah. but if you want to if you want to i what i love to do if you come to my house right now, I'm going to make you some tea. I'm going to cook you some really good food. And right. all the while, you're going to talk to me about your life. And when you get that food, you're going to feel better after you eat it because I'm going to sneak witchy shit into it. I love it. <laughs> That's a good – what a sales pitch. You're Come to my house so you can get drugged, i.e. Practical Magic being one of your favorite movies. Right, let's. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to Belladonna you. Don't worry. I don't have any. Uh, you, you, know, you come to my like, house, you're going to have a like good people, meal? You know, don't come at me about my pentagram statement. I know that's protection, but people don't. There's like a misconception about the whole craft itself. Yeah. But like, that's where it started. My passion was like, I finally, like, I was like, dude, I love cooking for people. I love making people feel like this blanket. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I love making people feel that way. Um, and that's how it started. Like I had yeah. no idea I was even dipping my toe into it until like I got like a house witch book and then I got a green witch book. And then I got like, I was just like getting herb, all these like herb, like dictionaries and things like that. And then I was like, dude, why did I not like, and what's crazy is my, I call her my chosen sister. She knew for a long time. She was like, do you remember when we met in high school? And I was like, yeah, I do. Like you're my best friend. Like the second I met you, it connected and she was like, I know. She was like, do you remember when I got really, really sick and I was heartbroken and like I threw up in your front yard cause my anxiety was really bad. And you were like, let me cut your hair. I'm gonna wash and cut your hair and then we're gonna bury your hair in the back and we're gonna put some herbs in it and it'll be fine. And I was How like- How old were you? 
I was in high school. Yeah. And she was like, do you remember that? She was like, you had a gypsy magic book and you took it out of the gypsy magic book. Yeah. She was like, I mean, no kidding. I was obsessed with Johnny Depp too. Um, <laughs> she was like, very on brand. She was like, it was like your, your, your chocolate moment. Like he was a gypsy and you were his gypsy witch. Like she was like, you know, do you remember that? And I was like, oh my God. I was like, now that you say it, yes, I do yeah. remember that. So like, I've always had, just like I told you, I always had this feeling that I need to protect people. I like to make people feel good. And it's in a way it's not harming anybody and it's a way I can give and show love and show that I'm, I care because I am an introvert and it's really hard for me to communicate sometimes. But like, you know, like if my in-laws come, it's really funny because, you know, there's animosity, but there's also like, I love to feed them. I want them to be fed when they're here. You know, I want to show them that I can cook, but it's really like, I'm like, okay, you have joint pain. I'm going to add, this, mm. this, and this, because your joints hurt you. They don't even know it. They don't even know. They just know that, yeah. that they're, they think I'm a great cook. Yeah. Um, probably because I've bewitched them into thinking I'm a great That's cook. That's right. All the while, uh, it's because you're casting spells Don't on ask them. me to bake anything. <laughs> <laughs> you can't wang-dang a baking recipe. It's just, it's just like the dinner scene from Hook. That's really what your kitchen is, is there's nothing there. And nothing everybody's there. just like, oh, just you're doing it, Peter. Everybody's just crushing you know, <laughs> as a kid... I love that. I still want a table like that. My oh, husband yeah. built this table that we are currently, that I am perched at and I love it. And that's the look I want. And if he could have done that for me and I could have wooden bowls, well, first of all, my kid would love that. Um, she is I have my a very kid. Vivid, I have a very vivid memory of that. And I think about that. I remember as a kid watching that. Wanting that, that and feast. Wanting that feast and also having a very specific, like I didn't know what it was now, but I can think about it now being like that little, like that like red and white and blue frosting they're eating mm -hmm. and that i remember as a kid just being like i want to know what that tastes like like or i want to yeah. be able to imagine enough to be like oh yeah like that looks like something that's probably pretty special that's like super delicious i know hook, hook we're all just talking about hook now. Um, i know i know all right here's here's what, here's, what gonna, here's what i'm gonna do to help us lay in this plane for now because we're gonna do this a lot more um all right well I, you uh Speaking make, of make the garden, tomatillas, I said it right. Yep, you did. <laughs> pavlova. Pav oh, man, oh, that pavlova. <laughs> awesome. All right. Okay, I love you. Bye. I know, but I'm um, trying to record. <laughs> I'm working. <laughs> um, um, tomatillos. Tom 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 Tomatillos. I keep tomatillos. calling them tomato tomatillos. Yeah, well, that's not. They're spelled that's, that way. <laughs> and then my brain, it takes me like, I'm like Rain Man for a second. Tomato like, tillos. Definitely, 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 definitely tomato tillos. Definitely, definitely tomato, tomato tillos. And then I'm like, nope. So I lied. I have and two I, questions for you. Okay. So <laughs> one is, I got, I, I did get, I did get some other questions, but we're gonna, we'll do those another time. But I did get one that I want to ask you, which is somebody said, what do you love most about yourself? Ooh, you know what? Um, there's two things. So physically, right now, the fact that I grew a human, mm. they cut her out, and I'm still walking around, and that I sleep maybe four to five hours. 
and I'm a functioning human and that I still can like lift weight and like do the things that I like to do amazes me. Like, mm. I am so proud of that fact. Um, I didn't think I could do it. Mm. So I love that about myself. And then if we're going to talk about like personality, spiritually, that kind of thing coming into, all right, love you. Coming into a place where I didn't like myself and that I thought I, that first of all, I kind of had that like, oh my God, the world's out to get me. Like, I don't know what the fuck I did, but man, I feel like the world is just curb stomping me right now. And it wasn't like, it wasn't. And I, my light was still there, but like I dimmed my own light. The fact that like I came from like a kind of dark place, nobody would have known because I'm, I'm fun, I'm fun size fitness, like mm. I'm bubbly. Nobody would have known where I came from to now and being settled in such a good way within myself. Like mm. I like that about me. Like, um, and I use the term settled in a way that's not like bad. I don't want to use that as a negative term. Cause sometimes when people are like, Oh, you just settled. That's like a negative thing. I mm -hmm. mean that in a cozy, like I feel mm. good about comfort. Like, yeah, I feel good where I'm at right now. Like I don't have the drama that I did before. I don't have all this, like things that I thought I once thrived in. I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm, I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> and so I, I like that. I know that. <laughs> which sounds, I don't know if that's even like what they're going for, but like, you that's what I like that's... about myself. I like that my body is a new chapter and it's done some cool things. I like that about myself physically and mentally. I like that. Like I came from such a shitty dark place that I put myself in <laughs> and like mm. being able to recognize, like I did that. That was me. I kicked my own ass. And then I came I'm now here is amazing to me. And what I think you're describing there too is this thing of when you're at that spot of, of not, not um, beating yourself up for thinking you haven't done all the things you wanted to do yet, but looking yes. at it from a perspective of like, I'm very proud of where I am and knowing that like the saga continues, like what this is ongoing. Like what happens next? Yes. Like the, the story is, we were talking about this in this framework the other day. It's really fun, I think, to think about your life. I like to think about things in, in TV shows and movies, but I think it's really fun to take a look at That's your life. That's why our brains get along right. so well, though. Cause like, and I'm, it's really I'm fun to it. look at a, your life and you can figure out, like, what if this is a TV show, right? At a moment, is this season one? Is it season? Because it's really easy, right? I could easily be like, I'm 41, so maybe this is like season six, episode nine. Well, what if it's not, though? What if everything up to this point, what if up to this, the things that led me to, to meeting all these people that have changed my life, meeting you, meeting Matt, meeting Body, meeting Hansei, finding all these things. What if that was just like the start of season two? And what if that's Bro, just the, the beginning of that part of it? Talk online. Because I, 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 I feel like life is a bunch of chapters and your book isn't over. Um, like you're just starting a new chapter. And when I went through the shit that I went through, I was like, that's a bad chapter. And if we're thinking of it, like, you know what? That was like, that was the season that gets a little weird where you're yeah. like, where the fuck are the writers going with this? Yeah. Yeah. And then the next season they blow your fucking pants off. Cause it, what like, does a good show do, right? A good show adjusts, a good does. show adjusts. We might introduce a new character that we think is going to pop. And then if as the season is playing itself out, the fan base is like, we don't like him, 
they'll kill them off or they yeah. will write them off or they, they disappear and at the start of the next season, they're not there anymore. Right. I, I think about this stuff a lot like that. I think about, I think it's really tempting when you're thinking to going back to this idea about curating your life. I think it's really tempting to think about that. We're trying to make things in our life. That's like a Michael Bay transformers summer blockbuster thing, which is like what you're trying to do. But the reality is, is I'm trying to make like eight seasons of mad men here. Yes. Right. Like I want something that is going to be a duration. Right. You got to think of it. That's growth. When I was right. younger and I thought getting my pro card was what right. was the key to business. That was me trying to be Meg, Shia LaBeouf. I'm not no Megan Fox. Shia LaBeouf that, in Transformers. Okay. Um, I'm only clipping that from this and just using that. <laughs> me trying to get my pro card was me trying to become Shia LaBeouf in just zero context. <laughs> <laughs> and just tag him in it. And People just, are like, yeah, like, uh, that's, uh, that's how Justin's well, brain works. You know, I mean, I get it. like... I mean, introducing another fandom, Supernatural, because, like, you know, those seasons. But it's growth, you know? And you when you have a show like that or you think of your life, that's why I like to think of it like a chapter book. I don't like to think mm-hmm. that I just started season two. I like to think that I, I, got, some, I got some seasons under my belt. Um, I, you know, it wasn't always good. And I got mm-hmm. some of those weird seasons out and I'm finally in a good place. Now, I'm not going to use Supernatural because like they got me and I didn't watch the last season because if you don't mm-hmm. watch the last season, it doesn't mean it ends. It doesn't end. Right. Very, yeah. very good. Um, that's <laughs> very, a comfort show. Very good logic. Parks and Rec. Like, sure. come on. Yeah. I don't, I've heard, I, I, I watch them like the whole time and then I'm like, I'm, I'm going to pretend like that, you know, didn't well, sh- let, Just because now we're doing this, right? Look at a show like Parks and Rec, right? Parks and Rec is... Parks and Rec is probably my favorite, like, like a uh, single camera, like, sit, it's not a sitcom, but whatever, you know what I mean, like network comedy show, like that, that right? Yeah. Shit's Creek, this, get, Shit's Creek, Shit's right? Creek, and, and Parks, Parks, Parks and, and Rec. Rec. Yeah. They're such a comfort show to me. And Parks and Rec, but they both has, took time to build. They yes. both had. If weird you go back and watch episodes. it, the first like season and a half in Parks and Rec is not at all what because ooh 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 because you know what they were trying to do which is what i think we tend to do sometime the first season of parks and rec was trying to be the office yes and it was trying to be the it saw a thing that it liked which i think is a good place to start i mean shit like that's what a beauty if you're trying to figure out how to write your own show sometimes a good place to start is you find one that you like and you're like i'll just do that and yes. I'll, I'll use my use my journey right this is how yes. i looked at matt and i looked at hanse and i was like i'm into that I'm going to try to first just start replicating the things I see here. So I see people getting up early. I see them paying attention to what they eat. I see them training. That's learning too. I know some people are like, that's not um, genuine. And I'm like, no, how do you think? And this kind of goes back into the woo woo witchcraft stuff. Because a lot of times people get a little weird about it. But like, how do you think people learned like art? Okay. Monet. How do you think people learned if they didn't, copy something else that they liked, right. you know, and then they evolve it. And I think, I mean, that's technically what life is. If you're not evolving, if you're not growing, you're dying, you're, you're not yeah. doing what you're meant to be doing anyway. If you just decide that like, fuck it, man, I'm going to, and if you this. see somebody, so if somebody sees you and they see you and the way you live life, or they've had the opportunity for the last hour and 24 minutes here to listen to you and watch the way that you've interacted with your daughter and talk about things. And, you know, they're trying, they're, they're interested in 
trying to figure out how to make some changes for themselves, then, you know, here's the, you, the, the whole kind of billboard of all this is just saying, here's what I do. I'm not yep. saying, I'm not saying that it's the way to do it. I'm nope. not saying that it is how you should do it. I'm it's not the only let, way to do it. It's not the only way to do it. I'm letting you know, here's how I do it. And it makes me feel good. And, yes. um, maybe that might also have the same effect for you, which I think is what we're, you know, it's literally was, you know, one of the kind of jumping off points of us doing this show or doing this podcast was to offer that, to offer ways of just looking at things, whatever the word unreasonable means. Sometimes it just means being the only person in your, you know, group of friends who is like super into eclipses yeah, and like, go for it, man. And if you trying go to find, it. just a, do it. Just do it. Just do it. Yeah. Shia LaBeouf reference. This is, you, had another, you had to stick another one, <laughs> stick another one in. He got so weird too. Here. And you know what? I love Shia LaBeouf. He got weird and I'm here for it. I was mm -hmm. like, dude, you should have always been like this. <laughs> yeah. You should have, have always you, let the world know how weird you were because you're awesome. Have um, you watched that interview he did with John Bernthal? Oh, I can't pronounce that dude's name right. The guy who maybe? played the Punisher Bernthal. from Walking no, Dead. There you go. That feels good. Yeah, it's really that good. Face. It's, it's did very I say reflective. it wrong? She's like, that's not how you say she it. She just like, she was like, you didn't say that, that name, right? She's like from The Walking Dead and Punisher on Netflix. Are you mad? <laughs> oh. I'm mad. I'm mad. I'm big mad. I'm, I'm, I'm mad. big mad. Um, all right, last question. Um, what's, uh, what's next? Answer that however Ooh. you want. Okay, so I have a couple of things going on. And you know, speaking of social media and all this stuff, like it's easy for me to talk on a podcast with somebody that gets it. And like you get, you've seen the facets of me, right? Mm -hmm. um, my Instagram is just fitness. It's a mm. business page. I don't, I don't like to share a lot of mothering stuff because social media has gotten crazy and they're like, you're not a good parent. Um, but I also don't like to share a lot of the woo woo stuff. Um, I think the only person I've seen successfully show two sides of themselves is Bonnie. Um, what would you, I'm going to challenge you on that. What do you define as successfully doing that? Um, I mean, I don't know how she's integrated what she's integrated into like posts. There's certain things that I still um, keep to my chest. Mm. And she's always been, I mean, I'm sure she probably keeps things to her chest, but you know, she was really open about her journey with like the breast cancer and the gene thing and just doing what she's doing and then how she's healing. And like, I admire that. Um, you know, for me, I don't want, I feel like I've already been put in a box. Like I'm, mm. I'm fitness fun size. Um, not that I can't get out of the box, but social media wise, it's like, when do I just say, you know what? Fuck it. Like, I don't care. Um, and I don't think I need to share it. <laughs> and you just you just roll up tomorrow with the new handle Squatch Mom four twenty, right? right. <laughs> like then people are like, "What the fuck?" Nope. You Do know, it. and like introducing that slowly. Um, and we've talked about that energy wise. Like, do I have enough energy to really put that out there social media wise? Would I love to do it on a podcast? Yeah. Is that the plan for like Coffee on the Rocks and that podcast? Yes. Right. And it was the plan when. Ow, that was my hair. <laughs> you just yanked it out of my head. You, you, yep. Can you not? Um, 
you know, we, I told you, I was like, that, that podcast is going to be a lifestyle podcast and I want to get kind of weird. And the mascot is a Sasquatch with a messy bun. So Mm -hmm. like, I want people to kind of get to know it in a different platform where I feel more excited and free. So that platform would be the podcast. So I want to do that next. Um, I'm still going to do nutrition stuff. I'm still passionate about that form. Um, because like, and I told the, the ladies at the fitness retreat, because I am into paranormal stuff uh-huh. and witchcraft and all this stuff, but I'm not an energy healer. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't work with people's energy. I don't think that's the path. Why are you so dangerous? You're literally trying to... <laughs> She's like free falling, trust like, falling off of it, the chair onto me. This energy, right? She's yeah. <laughs> flying elbow. <laughs> A flying elbow off the top rope energy. Yes. Uh, um, I, I, I look forward to all that. Um, like, I, I, think- I have some business things. I still want to do that. So I still think, like, you know, uh, energy healing and all that's not for me. But if I can make people feel good about themselves and yeah. help them nutrition-wise and help them that way, I'll still do it. But I, I have some other business stuff that I want to do and uh, kind of show more of that, like, herby, kitchen witchy yeah. Um, oh, you are so savage. Yeah, you know, you know what I'll, I'll point out for you, the stuff that you're talking about pursuing more is stuff that you talk about all the time. So you should do that. Yes. So, so go do that then. Yeah. I, I just we, don't think Instagram's like the, the platform sure. of choice. Um, so my yeah, space. people, yeah, my space. Oh my God. <laughs> Can we bring that back? Dude, you are so scary. You're like a flying squirrel. I have one. I I have one last question for you because Hanse ended our last one with this question, and I think it's the thing that I want to. I want to end each one with asking. I want to end each one with asking somebody if uh, you could get a postcard and you could write one thing on it, one saying, one phrase, and it would go out to everyone. What would you say on it, dude? uh, Don't take life too serious. You'll never get out alive. There it is. Good yeah. deal. Like, oh! <laughs> God! <laughs> like, right. Stay savage. That's the other part of it. Like, That's good. You know, don't take life too serious and, and stay savage, friends. I'm here for you. <laughs> As you reverse naked choke your daughter, live on camera, just triangle choke her. I love it. Um, this has been truly a joy. Uh, I think we'll probably we'll probably do this a lot more because I had a whole notepad of stuff I wanted to talk about, and we didn't talk about it because we started talking about other things, which is a great problem know, to have, which, which I'm awesome. not surprised. Um, I'm not surprised. We do. So. We need to come back and talk a little more, probably some nutrition stuff and get that, but I also want to talk some more uh, woo-woo, breathwork-y, that kind of stuff. I'm into it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> All right, you go, go be, Wait, go be a mom. Where did you find a headlamp? <laughs> That's very haunting. All the lights cut out. This is how this ends. <laughs> She's like a minion. Legitimately. So hanging that was just, like, no, don't go out in the garage with that. Thank you. That's my life. Dude. Always. See ya. See ya. Party. Parting. Pavlova. 